0: gobsmackers.co.uk was introduced to the world. We leave you gobsmacked with our tuition.
1: <laughs> it's um, really your name? Yeah, That's
0: yeah, it was. <laughs> you could Google it. It's like gobsmackers. <laughs> Power to Live More with Joe Dodds.
1: Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organization, well-being, energy, and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show back in 2016 to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean how they focus on productivity, organisation, well well-being, energy and resilience to enable them to do more of the stuff that they want to do and less of the stuff that they don't. After 241 shows, I've taken a pause from doing new interviews to reshare previous interviews. They were too good to not revisit. So please do bear in mind that this podcast might refer to events from the past as current or in the future. But rest assured that the stories, tips and advice shared by my guests continues to be pure gold.
2: Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm co-presenter. And today I am interviewing Deepak Shukla from Powell Lemon. Deepak was introduced to us by his digital director and we're grateful that she did. What a high-energy chat this is. Deepak is an SEO expert and influencer. He is featured in TEDx, SEMrush, WooRank, the BBC, Markadu, Chelsea FC and more. When he's not working, he's running marathons, completing Ironman, getting inked or playing with his cat Jenny. Back to the studio. Today, I'm interviewing Deepak Shukla of Pearl Lemon. Thanks for joining me, Deepak. Great to have
1: you with me.
0: Oh, thank you, Joe. I'm really excited to be here.
1: So, I can't remember how we sort of got introduced to each other, but I, I, it will come, come to light as we, as we continue talking, yeah. I think.
0: Don't worry, that's the bit where I'm playfully meant to say, oh, this is how, but in my head, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I don't remember either. <laughs>
1: But I do, we do have some stuff in common with your social media, digital sort of stuff and uh, my background, so uh, looking forward to talking to you today anyway. So, so start by telling us who you are, what you do and where you do it.
0: Brilliant, so thank you. My name's Deepak Shukla, I run an SEO agency which helps businesses ultimately rank on Google. We, uh, are, or rather I, am based in Fulham Broadway, our clients as well as the team, we're 10, are distributed remote and worldwide and um I, i've still yet to meet any of my clients other than for a piss up which has happened uh, more than once
1: <laughs> so very much remote working so that that's cool i've just been thinking quite a lot about that this week so uh that's clearly why our rescheduled date was this week and not when we were going to talk originally <laughs> <laughs> <It was
0: brilliant.
1: laughs> so uh so so tell us more about uh why you do what you do so you know what you've done in the past and why you're doing what you do now and I'm really interested in as you've said that that whole thing about you know not having a team uh mm. in the same location as you and also you know clients that uh, that you don't go and visit in the traditional sense that yeah. businesses in the past have done.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um so I I mean I I a couple of levels so I I love oh, I love SEO because it's technical. A lot of people get put off by that. Um, I, I, I love the level of complexity that it has. I love how it's something that can really help businesses in in ways that, for example, aren't immediately obvious. So sometimes people feel a little bit like it's kind of black magic to a degree and it's it's nice to be able to give that to a business to be able to help them kind of improve their search rankings and to you know focus on things that are very easy to get lost I, yeah. I, I love I love the process of you know helping businesses in general I mean I think that's quite a human thing to be able to you know to, to want to kind of give back and if you can of course as you do through this podcast right find a way to help businesses that you know are trying to grow with their own struggles in in a way that adds value to their you know to their businesses and therefore the people that are part of those businesses with you know their paychecks their you know school fees and their lifestyle and you know standard of living through you know a power that that I have then which is SEO than, than, amazing, and you know, it, it it gets me out of bed every morning if I'm being <laughs> honest, and I enjoy the nitty the you know, the nitty-gritty of of search. So it's like, well, why not kind of combine the two into you know, trying to help other businesses.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. And so where where did that come from? I mean, I'm 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 hearing that I'm sure you're way younger than I am, and I <laughs> was doing um digital and SEO and social media sort of ten years ago when it was still quite early days for small businesses. In fact, I I sometimes find my old slides where I was trying to convince local small businesses that they actually needed a website, never mind <laughs> social media or anything else like that. So, um yeah. maybe this maybe you came straight into it because you are that much
0: younger. Oh, <laughs> but, hey, dig uh, yourself down, but you're right. Um
1: <laughs> <laughs> you tell me how it happened. How how Absolutely. did you end up doing what you do?
0: You know, I uh, I um what happened to be honest with you is that I gumtree changed things for me in understanding the power of of seo really and ultimately because i basically was strapped for cash when i was um younger maybe 22 mm-hmm. 23 and mm-hmm. a friend of mine she she said ah oh, Deepak, why don't you just teach english because that was my major uh, when i was up at warwick and i saw yes. you know screw it let's do that so i then Ultimately signed up to a bunch of agencies um, and, and and a couple of interesting things happened I signed up to some agencies. I was getting paid 18 pounds per hour I discovered they were earning 36 and then I was like, oh, bloody hell, I want to do this myself So you know within a couple of days I figured out how to create you know a Wix website put it kind of together Gobsmackers.co.uk was introduced to the world. We leave you gobsmacked with our tuition
1: is that um, really your name. Yeah, yeah,
0: well, it was. You could Google it. It's like gobsmackers. That's
1: <laughs> so millennial, really, isn't it?
0: You know, in hindsight, it's an absolutely terrible name. If you think about, it. I was trying to target like kind of parents and stuff, and they'd be like, "What? You're going to smack someone in the gob? Like, what are you doing?" And I thought, well, at least it's the name you remember. But <laughs> um, then I thought, how the bloody hell do I get clients? And uh, I just, you know, Joe, I. I slapped an ad up on gumtree I got I remember a couple of inquiries, not really expecting much and I thought, hang on, this is really interesting so then i I went back to the mouth that fed me gumtree I looked at my advert and I thought, well, I paid the kind of eight pounds for you know an advert that'll you know be listed for two weeks and then I saw yeah. that there was this kind of featured advert section and as well as some other kind of tutors that seemed to be posting regularly so i began to have a look at what all of these people were doing and 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 overnight really i i i keyword stuffed my title on gumtree that was the first thing i did <laughs> i thought oh well they put english they put cv they put resume they put tutor they've got a nice smiley picture like you have joe on your about me page of themselves smiling instead of me having like a pixelated picture that you know was of me. Have up, you
1: looking you know. gums, like, oh, God, I, I
0: was, like, <laughs> on, on a night out in Malia or something, and it's like Jesus Christ, Deepak. You know how stupid are you? So I changed all of those things, and literally two or three inquiries went turned into ten and ten or eleven inquiries. And my 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 ability to generate ROI from Gumtree as a consequence of keyword stuffing, including some more keywords in my description because Gumtree allowed you to search both title as well as description, changing my picture, and ultimately taking bits from the best adverts I'd seen, you know, led me from making maybe, I don't know, 150 pounds from, you know, my, my eight pound spend, and it turned that into, you know, 700 pounds from my my eight pound spend. And I looked at this and I thought, wow, I literally have 10 x my teeny tiny gobsmacking business. So. <laughs> I, I, you know, name your cliche. I was gobsmacked. And it, it, Joe, it was from there. It was from there that I began to understand that there was this weird power that you could wield just by keyword stuffing things. And uh, I I, I then began to kind of slowly navigate my my, my journey, or that gave me kind of an anchor to steer my journey online and what that could mean. on other platforms and for other businesses so that's where it came from.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a brilliant story and I just love the fact that you were sort of learning from from firstly what you were seeing but also what you were testing and yeah. you know doing more of what worked and less of what didn't which is sort of what I talk about when I talk about simplifying your life you know you work out what you want to do and what you don't want to do and then do more of the things you want to do and work out ways to reduce bits that you don't want to do
0: (laughs) absolutely and you know I, i also learned about duplicate content because gumtree's designed for local businesses but then i thought aha i'm gonna put an advert up in manchester birmingham glasgow leeds i was like i'm gonna put them up everywhere and then immediately my account got removed because i was of course posting duplicate content and yeah. then I was like, right now I need a different advert, different picture, different IP. So my journey really continued from there because it literally equaled more money for me.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, no, great, great to hear. And It's interesting actually. I've been saying to people recently that uh, I feel like I need to go a bit more retro with um, what what I do within my business. And and I by that I mean, you know, I used to teach you know keyword stuff and and you know SEO and that sort of thing, and then moved away from that into well two very random things I do employ engagement stuff with corporates but obviously yeah. I do the power to live more stuff um with uh business owners and um and I think with social media we sort of we've all got really excited about jumping onto Facebook and telling people stuff and all that sort of thing and I think a lot yeah. of people have forgotten the basics and I've actually started to strip away some of the sort of fashionable stuff to do now and think you know what what did I do 10 years ago you know let me go back and look at the bits that are still relevant now and 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 do more of those things and uh and that is and it is what you've just said it's about you know looking and seeing what other people are doing what's working for them what what you want to do what's working for you testing things that's not changed at all has it
0: no, no, that will never change. And you're completely right. Sometimes people want to do some advanced chatbot automation thing. And, I, and I'm, I, I always ask, well, did you put an ad up on Craigslist? And they're like, why? I said, because I've landed £2,000 per month deals from Craigslist. And they're like, really? And I've just said, you've got to be in it to win it, my friend. <laughs>
1: So tell us about your day. So what what sort of how you organise yourself, how you get done, what what you get done. I mean, just talking to you with the energy you've got, you're probably a bit like me that you probably bounce around between various different things and... uh... Yeah. And have to exert some control over yourself at times. <laughs> How do you Bouncy, do that?
0: <laughs> absolutely, Bouncy Joe and Deepak you know sit and uh, just bounce around. You're right. I, um, so I wake up at around sometime between like 6:30 uh, and 730 depending. I'm, I'm working but from from seven up to latest 8 a.m onwards, my, my day begins and ends predominantly on WhatsApp. I, I, um, I, I have a general rule of thumb that anyone who's internal doesn't really send me emails. We don't have any meetings. So I, you know, my last company meeting has actually been never, the 10 of us have never met or in, in, in a Skype, Zoom or Slack channel. I, I use WhatsApp mostly. So I'll, 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 I'll have questions and thoughts. And then I'll have different groups within the business or individuals and I'll blast off a load of voice notes to people saying, give me an update on this. Where's where are we with that? What's going on here? I I also have moved the proportion of my clients onto WhatsApp because sometimes people will send me, you know, a, a 50 line email and I'm on the tube and I already know the answer or they need reassurance so I look them up quickly on WhatsApp, add them and say, hey Adam, I'm not sure if you use this channel but you were last seen online yesterday so I'm assuming that you do. I quickly just wanted to respond to the email that you sent and." And my clients absolutely love it, to be honest with you, once they realize that it's the fastest way to kind of get an answer. So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of the workflow. And then I have my calendar, a you can book me link. Um, I only take meetings between the hours of 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. GMT time. My booking times are only a maximum of 10 minutes um, on my calendar. Uh, do they go over yes but why are they only 10 because it frames the conversation excellently because people come in understanding that let's focus on the the matter of business and i do believe that you know uh, friendship can come as a consequence of a business transaction but a lot of people waste time trying to do it the other way around mm-hmm. um, and i think that look get the business fit right first because you know, don't spend four hours over three meetings talking to someone and then discover you can't do business together. So, so, yeah. so I do like to go in with transactional intent. Um, and um, that really um, is a snapshot of kind of how my day works.
1: Mm, loving it. And I, I love the 10 minute bit. In fact, I'm feeling extremely privileged to be talking to you for half an hour. <laughs>
0: Joe's a lucky lady. <laughs> it, is
1: in, it is interesting that, as you say, I, I remember using example years ago where I tried to work as an associate with a, a local organization who were trying to, they were a marketing organization. They wanted to yeah. offer social media at the time. And I remember driving for over an hour to get to a, a client prospecting meeting where which lasted at least an hour and then obviously driving home. And we did that, I think, three times, maybe four times. So that was okay. like, you know, Four hours of meetings and three hours you know of driving, so twelve hours in total yeah. for that, and they didn't win yeah. the business and um at the same time, I was having a, a one hour call with some people in New Zealand who paid me I don't know two and a half grand or something to do something with them th- from that just one phone call and it was because they'd got to know me through forums and my blogging and whatever else I was doing that they could just see without needing to speak to me, so when we talked, it was just you know. Um, finalize what they thought already about me, yeah. whereas this you know offline company was expecting us to keep rocking up to build the relationship to make that decision um, and but you know there 's so many ways to build a relationship now which don 't involve having lengthy meetings aren 't there
0: oh, I completely agree, and uh, you know I think that I think that people need to see that as a competitive advantage you know I started my my agency with with a friend who 's got a very different approach to how he built his business he's 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 very um proud and rightfully so of having a business that's based you know in london where you can meet the development team in office and they don't have a single client outside of the m25 i think perhaps maybe mm-hmm. one um and and i think that you know it's, it's it's apples and oranges there's different styles of doing business and the way that i always thought about how i started you know this company and you know i've I'd call it what you will. I I I've been living abroad for most of my twenties. I didn't spend much time in the UK. Or if I did, I'd come crash at my mum's if I ran out of money and then I'd immediately, you know, F off again to go and do something. Um and and I knew that when I started Pearl Lemon at 30 that I thought, I never want to meet anyone that I'm going to be doing business with. I don't really want to be bound by having to turn up to an office. But yeah. I still want to make a shed load of money, and I want people to trust me enough to send me a couple of grand a month. So when you get clear as to what you want your operating procedures to be, then you can build with that in mind. And that yeah. was why, you know, as, as 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 this is evidence of that I made damn sure that well, Deepak have videos on YouTube. Deepak have maybe a podcast. Deepak have content that will, you know, cloud out anyone's perhaps initial. Um, anxiety about you know doing business with you online and and, you know that's led to people being in a pub and sending me five grand after the second phone call be like all right cool let's do it and or getting on a plane at LAX and be like oh yeah cool Deepak I've just sent you the three and a half thousand dollars and they whatsapp me the payment confirmation like right getting on my plane talk to you in a couple of days and 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 you know people think that those things can't happen but the way that people make decisions and you know, the, the uh, you know, the people of, of my age, you know, I'm 32 years old, I'm, I'm technically a millennial, and I live on WhatsApp, I live on Google. So, you know, I think that, you know, if people become cognizant to who the decision makers are today, and what kind of environment they, they, they operate in, then you'll find that those meetings and those kinds of journey times, if you choose to, can fall away. And, and certainly, mm. you know, I think that that's, what has been very useful in my journey understanding what is it that I wanted to achieve and then really practically thinking about what would it take for someone to trust me enough to just send me money and I thought what well, what is it what is it that I would want to see and then I just kind of worked backwards from there
1: yes yeah yeah no, no, I love it so you've talked about uh, whatsapp being probably your mm. most used tool what, what else would you recommend um sure. across whatever it is you're doing there's probably loads sure. of things <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, so for the benefit of the audience, deep breath. Um, So, okay, (laughs) so I use Jump Cut. It's a Mac app that allows you to copy and paste the last 20 items. So, when I have copied something three copies ago, I can use it via Jump Cut. Number one. Oh, you can come again. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just
1: that's made my day.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Number two, there's a Mac app called ItsyCal, which is free and it's a calendar that opens up actually at the top, as well as with your time. So the annoying thing is that people have to open up iCal. itsical actually bins that, because if you saw my screen, I've got my time date up there but it also contains a drop down showing my entire bookings for the next week so that saves me a lot of time that's the second thing the third thing I think is instant messenger plus so IM plus it's a multi chat IM window so I've got one window that contains Skype Slack WhatsApp Gmail everything basically all within one window for my instant messaging conversations so I don't do any browser switching or new browser openings the next thing is A-text. A-text is text expanders. So if I want to send someone my LinkedIn, I type L1 LinkedIn appears. I type T1 Twitter appears, so on and so forth. And I, that's an, another thing. Canned responses in Gmail. So Gmail labs allows you or advanced settings, I think it is. And that allows you to, you know, have canned responses that are copy pasted. So I'll use that when I send out pitches. Um, there's uh, what else is there? Bartender is another one. Uh, it's a Mac app that because I have a shed load of Mac apps at the top, Bartender allows me to move things around in the order in which I want things to be seen and, and how I want them to be seen. MonoSnap is also really, really good. It's still the fastest screenshot app on your actual Mac that I've seen, and I've tested many. Use Loom. I use use loom because it has an instant upload function to record videos, so sometimes when someone sends me something, I record a quick video saying, yo, it's Deepak, hey buddy, I just wanted to give you a quick update, I'm talking you through this, okay, thanks, bye, we use use loom internally, so the hierarchy is, if it's, if it, you know, send me a voice note first, if a voice note can't explain it, then send me a, a, a screencast using use loom, mm-hmm. and if those two don't work, then yes, we can have a Skype meeting about it, but by the time you've Asked me about having a Skype meeting, you could probably have recorded a voice note or recorded a video showing me what the issue is, and I could have fixed it before we even get around to turning up to a meeting. So I think they're the ones off the top of my head that have helped me increase my kind of throughput. And breathe. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, do cool stuff like this with you. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know This is the, the, uh, the, probably the first podcast in 85 interviews i think where i'm thinking to myself i will listen to this straight away after we finish because i want to write all of those down <laughs> i can't wait for my show notes people to write them down for me <laughs> but i went don't use loom because i i love the concept as you say of, of just i mean I, I most of what i do is through text of some description or another from yeah. you know through whatever tool um and i i always think a video not always sometimes think a video would be useful but then i think oh the faff of opening the, the the tool and doing this and hosting yeah. it somewhere and all that sort of stuff and i just don't end up doing it or it's the thing that i procrastinate on so um yeah i wrote that down so i'm gonna go and check it yeah. out
0: use loom's a through. game check i get yeah. i get clients responding to me via use loom use the you know shows your notification when it's been watched clients can leave comments on the videos people yeah. love it because you know it's just it's just different and you know yeah. little differentiators yeah. like that have helped me win work and stuff so you're like they're like Deepak you're the only dude that sent a video we loved it I showed it to my MD and he got a sense of your energy he got a sense of your mm-hmm. style and you know what when it's SEO some people just feel like they're comparing apples to apples but you made yourself an orange by sending a video and showing your energy and they're like okay let's go with that guy yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. great so what about learning and improving yourself you already talked about how you develop your business by learning what was working for other people and then what was working for you yeah. what else do you do to to move yourself forward and, and keep that learning going
0: Um, So I don't listen to anything at less than one and a half speed, so 1.5 x to (laughs) 1.8 x, that that has always been useful. Um, I don't think you'll
1: be able to listen to this one with both of us speaking at the speed we do at time and a half,
0: (laughs) but we'll try, we'll try. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think that it's a good question. Um, So I think that, um, okay, so I listen to um, a lot of, so I believe in immersion therapy, so I'm going through grant cardone's books at the moment um i'm listening to the te- i've listened to the 10x rule if you're not first you're last sell or be sold the closer survival guide it's all about basically sales and how to improve mm-hmm. your sales skills um that in the last 8 months has helped me go from 12 to 15 to 30 to have my first 40,000 pound month um as a consequence of listening to what he says about sales. That has been amazing. I've also started listening to audiobooks twice in a row. If I, uh, if an audiobook resonates with me, as soon as I've finished, I started again um, mm-hmm. to, to, to reinforce learning. Um, I, I dip in and out of U, Udemy courses, but I always make sure that I don't start a course that, isn't, that is longer than two hours because yeah. I know that completion rates are so low and that I'll get so busy that I feel overwhelmed by something that's more than two hours Um, but I'll also have the Udemy app installed on my phone I'll download the videos offline so when I've got five minutes on the tube I might quickly watch a bit of it Uh, but I do prefer audio over video so that's why audible is quite good
1: yeah
0: and uh, then also I pay you know I I pay coaches I've got a coach I've just spent six and a half grand with this guy um, because he has a skill set that I don't. He does course launches, so info product launches. His best week has been $180,000, I think, or pounds. He made in seven days. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to learn that skill. So I, I, I've realized the value of that. Um, mm-hmm. my, my best month to date, because I also sell info products, it's kind of the second business. So it's been about $27,000, uh, whatever that is in pounds, but I, I want to get to you know 100,000 weeks, So it's, it's, it's kind of a combination, as you can probably hear from lots of different sources and 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 also not being too attached if I don't. Well, no, actually, that's not true. So they are the things that I do honestly right now, Joe, to try and improve myself
1: and what I I like about that the the theme throughout is about taking action and I think that's the bit that often we miss isn't it we we learn something or we read something we think oh that's interesting and then it never turns into action which you know is the the point isn't it at the end of the day that's how you internalize it and that's how you do things differently
0: yeah absolutely people for the most part are rubbish they're self-defeating they let their own excuses get in the way of action and and the unfortunate mm-hmm. thing is, you know, the world will collude in your limitations. The world will collude, collude in, in your mediocrity. And there's nothing worse, I think. And this is what Grant Cardone talks about. He says the, the, the most dangerous death for most people is actually comfort and mediocrity. Getting to mm-hmm. like, because when you're like in, in, in the doghouse, then you always take action. You know, the best example of it is when someone's been fired or made redundant. They produce such a volume of activity in terms of I've just submitted 100 job applications on Monster, on Reed, and I've done this and I've got seven interviews and then whoop de doo you're back in a job. But if people apply that level of activity to things that could lead to overarching changes in their life, whether that's muscle gain, fat loss, financial education, you know, entrepreneurial pursuits, the ROI that you could get from that level of action taken. And I think that what a lot of people do is that we're being reward driven, I think is a fallacy, right? I think it's just like a load of BS. We're fear driven as humans. Our amygdala is so well defined because of our fight and flight, fight or flight response. And I think that people need to do a better job of activating that force yourself into situations where you you, you put your pants a little bit and the action will follow.
1: Mm-hmm. The action, mm-hmm.
0: so, so, so for example, what's really interesting, I told you about some of my numbers, right? I've got about 130,000 pounds in a forex trading account, right? So my mm-hmm. actual checking account has probably about 700 quid. And then I've got yeah. rent due in like 10 days, and that's 1600 quid. So I walk around with this fear thinking, bloody hell, I've got 900, I, I can't even afford my rent at the moment. And a lot of people find that so counterintuitive or they find it incredulous or they find it nonsensical. But then I say to everybody that, that I talk to, that comes, you know, that I come to say, how do you think I went from earning eight grand a month, 12 months ago to 40 grand a month, you know, last month? I said, that wasn't an accident. It's because I architect fear as a core component of all of the action that I take and it drives me forward because it creates this relentless pursuit
1: yeah so there's so much energy about what you do and um uh intention and a lot of it has got to be sort of an innate personality type thing you know I I I get a lot of what you're saying i'm i'm sort of people are always saying to me oh you you do so much how do you fit it all in and all, all that sort of thing and yeah. um and, and i know that's i have energy and uh, like you say you know things just need to happen and you just make them happen but but where does that come from do you do you think because it i was I somebody asked so. me the day can, can you is motivation something that just, you know, happens or can, can you create it was the sort of question that they were asking. And, you know, there are people who've done nothing and then suddenly get, as you say, like redundancy or something, and they, they get into action and off they go and they're, they're a different type of person. So what, what what can you say to help people who perhaps don't naturally do the things that you, you're doing currently?
0: I, I would say to, you know, if, you, if you're listening, you, I mean, you absolutely have that ability in your life all that you need to really look at is where in your life you're activating that ability to take massive action. It might be with going yeah. to the pub every day after five. You're a massive action taker when it comes to you know, socialness and enjoyment and spending time with your friends. No one lacks kind of any ability. It's not that I have any more than anyone else or that it's innate. It's a, just all a question of channeling. Where do you channel your energy? Because everybody in some space of their life creates an extraordinary amount of action. Whether that is I love Excel spreadsheets, whether that's I love cooking these really amazing meals, whether that's I love going to the pub every day at five, bang on and making sure that I'm there through till eight, or I go and play football with my mates every Thursday without fail and then I'm training on Sunday. We all have this ability. and if you can find the mechanism to, to 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 channel that or to activate that same kind of push in other aspects of your life, then you have the you know you, you have the means of becoming powerful. So I think that everybody has it, and all they've got to do is really realize where it is they're already activating that muscle, and and yeah. and then try and push that into other spaces. I love
1: that. I, 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 so sort of it does make complete sense you can imagine people when they're feeling less than energetic around their job or their business would would not get that at all but as you say that most people are spending a lot of time doing stuff (laughs) it's just making that you know the stuff that it goes back to that thing about finding something you love and something that will help other people and and uh, whatever the third thing is to make it that um, perfect thing for you to do doesn't it?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. You know, my brother could tell you about absolutely every bloody mobile phone deal, contract, service provider, minutes of GIF gaff versus Labara, mobile roaming. And I'm like, brother, if you applied that level of action to your career, you you'd make massive jumps and mm-hmm. and 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 people have it. We all have the skill. People just don't often realize they're just exhibiting it massively so but probably in a space that doesn't align with their yeah. future success as much as it could
1: yeah. yes yeah absolutely so what about if things don't go right if you have one of those days where it all goes a bit pear-shaped does this this um natural bouncy still shine through oh, <laughs> how no, do you deal that was, with that
0: <laughs> those days suck right of course they suck i mean I, I feel i have days where i feel crap and 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 that's where you you rely upon your training and your experience to push you through and for those that say they're in absence of training or experience that comes when you start pushing yourself into fearful situations and you discover that oh i failed but well you're not dead you're not dying the police aren't coming to your house to arrest you and send you away to prison you know fear is something that should be wielded and what's amazing about it is that once you know You go through failure. You realize also that failure is something that just exists in your mind. (laughs) It's not really out there in this day and age. What is failure? I mean, there's going to be no death. There's going to be no, you know, loss of house, job, and even if there is, there's institutions and structures that are there to support you. Probably, namely, first the people that you love and family, because they will financially support you. You know, in a worst case scenario, meaning that on those days that you feel shit, you know it's okay, because you realise that experience teaches you that, and and again, I will get through this, and again, this time too shall pass.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I keep, I keep laughing on these podcasts that I've got all these lovely sort of um, lines that I read, you know, on Facebook or on images and stuff like that, and I can never get the quotes right, and so I'm always trying to quote them and, you know, making my own versions up, but there is Absolutely. that one about... <laughs> there is that one about you know every other really bad day i've i've had has been in the past i e you know we always get through them one way or the other um yeah. and uh yeah so but we don't remember that in the moment often do we <laughs>
0: absolutely absolutely <laughs> and there's a, there's one that i love that's not quoted often enough um which is in 10 years from now you will laugh at the problems that you have today
1: yes, yes. yeah yeah absolutely i agree yeah, my sister, my sister, my daughter, being a good example this week, who did a piano exam on Tuesday, oh, she, was, she made yeah. me laugh because she sent me a text and I said, how did it go? She went, terrible. I, I messed up all my pieces, and I thought, oh, no, she's failed. And then I thought, oh, well, you know, that's a learning point, because I, I replied to one, and I said, well, it doesn't matter either way. Either you passed, or you'll know to do more practice next time. It's fine. Absolutely. And then she, she got in the car, and I said, what happened? And it turns out it was only one piece where she'd gone wrong in the middle and had to, to restart it. And one piece was good, and the other piece was okay. So I'm thinking, well, that wasn't quite as bad as it was four hours ago, was it? And then last night I got a text from a piano teacher saying that she'd passed. things have got better and better as the week has gone on however that still hasn't solved the how to get her to do more practice (laughs) thing because obviously (laughs) obviously doing it by the skin of your teeth still worked on this occasion (laughs) so there we go so what what about on a day when you end the day knowing you've had the chance to live more and that's where I talk about where you've had the chance to do more of the things that you want to do and less of the things that you feel you should do or you have to do what have you done what does that day look like
0: oh wow it's a great question um it used to be booking endurance events it was a, up until very recently so a day where i would got an opportunity to live more would be a day where i get to go and run half a marathon in the morning before i start work because i could so and i used to do mm-hmm. that up until about probably three weeks ago i'd wake up at 6 30 a.m and i discovered that before breakfast i could go run 13 miles and then start my day and start working. And, and that was quite a beautiful thing to yeah. see that I could do it. And that mm-hmm. was the really interesting thing because the power for me to live more is to to, to, to to not be beset by other people's expectations of what's possible and what you should do, but to really split test life. Yeah. And yeah. to discover through the act of doing it, Deepak, can you actually do this? And I have now discovered that I could have a 10 hour day, a 12 hour day, and then I could still get on a bike and cycle 100k after I finished my day, and then still go to bed and get up the next morning and and start as if it was just another day. And I realized, wow, other people's perceptions of of what you're doing will defeat you, but you need to, you know, go out and and, and try and do something yourself. So the, you know, living more for me has given me room to to, to experiment, to to, yes. to do to do things and to see where they what what road it takes me down, you know. Yeah. podcast is an example of it until six months ago I didn't appear on a single podcast now I've been on about 25 30 or something and and this isn't something that generates business for me directly this isn't something that I set out with a view of a specific ROI but living more for me gives me you know room to 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 do things and You know see where they might end up um so 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 at the moment in place of those endurance events i'm now beginning to do of course more and more podcasts and to to shift into doing other things that you know for me are grand experiments
1: i was going to say is that because you know that you can do it so you've ticked that box and now you're on to the next challenge
0: yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. I, I want to just continue kind of exploring and experimenting and poking at things. And um, I I I spent ten years doing a lot of endurance sports, to be honest with you, Joe. Um, you know, marathons, ultra marathons, Iron Men, um, yeah, and 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 I think that it, it it's reached its natural perhaps tipping point where I feel that there's other challenges that I would want to work on. And and you know what, life is long. And, you know, as they say, I think what was a court case about the 65 year old who wants to be reclassified as a 40 year old or something? Like, <laughs> well, the, the interesting thing is, is that for me, it was I've been to Ironman events, right? Two, 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike ride, 26.2 mile run. And I have seen 70 year old women turn up and complete Ironman. Yeah. I've seen them do it and I've seen, you know, men of that age as well. And I've seen fifty-five year old men kick my ass. And I'm twenty years younger than them. And um, and so once those moments completely redefined for me what it means to live more and, yeah. and, and 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 we live in a beautiful age, right? We live in such a beautiful age that the 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 conception of what's possible because of the internet is being redefined so quickly and 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 man and i mean that you know gender neutrally you know man is doing amazing things now with their body and 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 it blows me away
1: mm, yeah yeah don't think i'll be trying that anytime soon but uh <laughs>
0: I still Netflix and chill, so there's that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's been brilliant interviewing you, Deepak. Thank you so much. And thanks for all the resources that you've shared. How can people find out more about you and connect with you?
0: Absolutely. Um, So if you want SEO, then, of course, go to PearlLemon.com. If you just fancy having a gander at what I do in general then you could go to my personal website deepakshukla.com. So SEO Pearl Lemon if you just want to kind of poke your nose around at what I do and you know the things that I get up to deepakshukla.com.
2: Lovely, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Are you a home-based coach or consultant feeling like you need a bit of help? Our Power to Live More Calm membership is designed to meet you where you're at with the help you need in the moment so you can get unstuck, move forwards and get stuff done. You might think this sounds too good to be true or maybe wondering how it would fit with how you work and run your business. Why not have a no obligation chat with Jo to see how she can help you? All you need to do is go to powertolivemore.com slash calm call.
0: Use your power to live more.